Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day. Uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies 21 plus that's via hemp.com and use the code tsfs at checkout support the show tell them i sent you and enhance your everyday life with via hemp summer is almost here don't you want to go to the beach with thicker gorgeous beautiful locks and everyone goes hey i love your hair and you go neutrophil baby You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. She's back! The one, the only, as my friend David Yontip says, Candace Dillard Bassett from Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh my God, she's got so much tea to spill, so buckle up. Uh, By the way, every single week, I team up with my friend now, David Yontip, who is a very amazing podcaster. Oh my God, he interviews so many housewives, and basically he's a Bravo liberty himself, and a Bravo insider. So behind the velvet rope, and you can hear our podcast episodes every week here on The Sarah Fraser Show. Hello, 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 hello. Oh my God, Colleen. Sarah is so excited to catch up with you, Candice. I know. 
my girl. My girl is in Hollywood, bitch. You better do it. Oh my God. You bet. You, okay. You know it. I'm fucking getting a talk show here if I have to, no matter what. Okay. Whatever I have to do. Who? I'm at an age. I don't care who I sleep with. I don't, I don't care. I will do, I will do whoever it takes. Whatever you have to do. I will get a damn yes. talk show. Does, does Schman support this? Does he support you sleeping your way to the top? Oh, my That's God, yeah. I We have a list of celebrities now okay. that we live in Hollywood, of, like, that Good. you get a green light pass. Like, if I'm yes. out and John Hamm wants to have sex with me, it's like, no questions <laughs> asked. No. John Hamm is your number one. John, really? John? That's your number one. That's crazy. Okay. John, okay. you guys don't find John Hamm attractive? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't not He's find nice him attractive. Looking. Yeah, He's nice looking. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I would yeah. rather go for like MGK, Jaden Smith, Justin Bieber. Those <laughs> Bieber, are the three that come to okay. my mind. Bieber is okay. hot. Yeah, Bieber, yeah. Bieber has swag. Okay. I like his swag. Well, who's on your yeah. list? Who's on? And you actually, you're now getting to mingle with all these people, like at the Grammys and everything. Yeah. So it's um, cool to see who's hot in real life. Yeah. Okay. So um, Idris Elba. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh. Um. Um. I'm gonna. This is kind of trite, but like Brad Pitt, because I know Brad likes brown girls. Okay. I heard him and Audra Day were like mingling and stuff so Brad Pitt mm, um that's a good one that's a really good like one that, I don't know those are the two that come to mind right away I can't think of it I have to throw a girl in there who would my girl be oh, I don't know okay. um who's like a good girl who I don't is know. a good I can't think of a girl um that, oh my god that I so would personally like... want to sleep with oh I feel like there's so many attractive women in Hollywood too like so like really like like yes like Hot, sexy girls. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. After you sing for her, she wants to have sex with you. Yes or no? Nicki. Nicki does not like me. Nick, we are not friends. You heard it here first. I heard she unfollowed me. She like she sent all of the housewives' kids gifts. My bonus kids are like chopped liver to her. We got no gifts. Mia was crying about it, and then she sent Mia's kids a gift after she cried. I'm not a bitch. I don't cry. I mean, I do cry, but not over gifts from Nicki Minaj. So I didn't cry about it. But like, Nicki don't like me. So no, she's not mine. She and she didn't just send gifts. She sent Gucci. Everyone got Gucci. She sent Gucci. Right. Exactly. The kids got Gucci. Now my bonus don't. They don't. They don't respond to that. Like my. Like my 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 daughter. She's like. If it's not a skateboard or like a brat stall, I don't. I don't need that. And then my son. He's like. If it's not like paint or like something like a digital toy or like something like nerdy, he doesn't want it. So he, they would have been like, Gucci, what's this? And they would have thrown it away. So that's. But okay. you were the only one that didn't get something? Yeah. Well, Mia was, Mia didn't either. But then she was like, well, you didn't get me a gift. And then Nikki was like, oh, my bad, girl. I reached out to you and I couldn't, I, we, I couldn't find you or whatever. And then she sent her something. But she did not send me anything because I, I, I mean, she discriminated against me because my bonus kids don't live with me. So because my kids don't live with me, Nikki, my kids don't get a gift. That ain't right, girl. It ain't right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, That's not right. What do you think was prompted? OK, what prompted that? Because, you know, obviously the reunion, there were some tempt, you know, some tense moments. But were things cool yeah. after or why do you think she did that? Yeah. I I have no idea. Like we were fine. We were great after we 
talk that was like, you're amazing, you're beautiful, you're the queen of rap, which I still believe. I think that she's a trailblazer in, in hip hop for women, for black women, for women as a whole. Just as a lyricist, you know, genders and, and sex is just not not even in, in the equation. Like she is one of the most talented lyricists in hip, in hip hop. Um, and I told her all this and I was like, I love you and you're great. We did a video and then, oh, you know what it was? I forgot what happened was when the show aired and my husband, who is like the, the king of ride or die. Okay, oh yeah. Wife, um, was like, I don't have to do any, or Nikki was like, you need to pipe down Chris. And Nikki was like, nah, I don't have to do anything but ride for my wife or something like that. And I guess she didn't like that. He was talking back to her. So she was like, unfollow. Are you, are you the only one she unfollowed? I think. I don't know. It's, I think so. I think somebody told me. They were like, Nikki doesn't follow you anymore. I was like, really? Okay. Okay, well, no problem. I'm gonna I was going to say. That's easy for me. Unfollow as well. I'm a, I'm a pet. I'm a petty bitch. I was like unfollow. <laughs> I'm such a. Did petty. you know like what you were when you got into Housewives and got this job? Like, did you know what you were getting into? I mean, like, did you Hell you watch no. Housewives? I mean, before? like, do you understand the full trajectory of what this? Oh is? Oh yeah, I watched before. So I'm 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 originally a Georgia peach. I'm from Georgia. So I remember when Atlanta first came on. I was like, yes, like this is a black cast. This is like. Atlanta black royalty. I wanted to see who was on the show. What, where were they going? What were they doing? What were they eating? Uh, what were they wearing? So yeah, I've been, I've watched since Atlanta. I love Jersey. I love Beverly Hills. I, I love the, the franchises and what they represented, what they were able to do for women of, of all different walks of life, being able to come onto these platforms and hawk their products and make their dreams come true. Like, Bethany Frankel is like a fucking dream come true. She's like, you go from, you know, catering and making pastries for people and now you're a fucking millionaire. Like that's, that is the dream. So I knew what I was getting myself into from that perspective. However, you, you could have never told me that I would have gone through, you know, the things that I have gone through on this show, not even, you know, in seasons past, but even this season, it's already a shit show. Really? How so? <laughs> I I I enjoy gainful employment. David. Okay, so you can't. That's all you get. You can't nope. like fault a girl for trying, Candace. <laughs> yeah, I, you know I I give you credit. That is your job. But that's yeah. Just know <laughs> that's it. Are you <laughs> shocked that Escala wow. is not there? Because people I'm were devastated. I'm devastated, completely, utterly devastated that for whatever reason, the the saints don't see it for Escala. I don't understand it because she gives culture, she gives fashion, she gives mouth, she gives spunk, she's, she gives beauty, she's beautiful. Like, what is there not to love? Like, we, we don't have a representation of Ethiopian American women on the show. You know, we've got Wendy and she gives us Nigerian American and we love that, but we do not celebrate diversity and color enough in these spaces. There are still only two iterations of women of color in these franchises. And then we have Dubai, which is coming in the summer, which is great. Um, and that is gonna give us more color, but 
I'm, I'm just all about the diversity of it all. And I feel like the Scala was diversity in a, in a way that was different from what we currently have on our show. And I'm sad that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't what, what the people were looking for. Okay. Because she, she was just on, I your, thought it was on your podcast though. What was her theory on why she wasn't asked back? Yeah. So she was on, so that's what we're doing. The pod featuring me and Leah, um, Leah Henry. And I mean, we didn't really talk about it on, on our pod, but I talk to Estella all the time and she's, she is also at a loss. She's like, I really don't know. Like, I don't understand, you know, what I did or didn't do. And really it's such a, like, I, I didn't think it was as hard to get on the show. Okay. I thought, you know, you just walk in here and start talking shit and you get your own the show. I was wrong. Cause it's, it's hard to get on housewives. Yeah. It's hard to get on. And I, nobody, you know, I thought, they let my crazy ass out here. It must not be hard to get on, but it's hard to get on the show. So I, I don't know. We, we, we've talked about it at length. Like I've talked about it with her, with her husband. Like it's, it's unclear. It's unclear to us what hmm. the problem was, but she, you know, there was, there were some leaks at, from, uh, from the, the, our all cast event and you do see her there. So she's around, but officially, I don't know what's happening. Was this a hard, cause you know, like look at in the old days, if you go back since you watched yeah. Housewives and the old days, yeah. whatever Atlanta, when, the, when filming stopped, filming started like a week or two later, but okay. it's all different now. We have like Orange County, which had a big break. Look what's going on yeah. with New York. Mm-hmm. You guys had, a, you guys had a break this time. It was like a four month break. We're, during that break, are you like when you're, you know, sitting around like, Hey, Grand Dom, did you hear it today? Yo, Giselle, do you know, like, do you guys all, I mean, mm-hmm. like, what goes through your mind month after month, week after oh, week? Yeah. Right? Um, well, we we take a break from each other. Uh, you know, it went once filming rap because we're all just, like, exhausted of one another. Uh, but, yeah, you check in with your girls. So I checked in with, you know, the the girls that I, that I'm, I'm cool with and that I'm good with, and we... Yeah, you know, at, at about the, like, two-month mark, I was like, what's going on? Like, what is this break? What are we doing? Um, but, you know, there a lot of it is scheduling and um, having the right people on our team. And a lot of them come from other shows and from other areas. And we have to wait for them to finish what they're doing, give them a break. And allow them to come and onboard with us for the season. So that was what a lot of it was, because um, there were some shifts in other shows that caused us to have to shift. Okay, that makes sense because it, it is, yeah. you know, yeah. When there's a hit show, usually you start. I think because I think right. after, all right, after the whole Monique season, didn't you yeah. guys start filming like immediately? I think that was yes after five. Right, yeah, we, right. We started filming right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was no break. Yeah. Were you nervous that you weren't possibly going to come back? I never think I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm always like, you, are you sure? Like, are we, are we doing this again? I'm always, I don't take this platform for granted at all. I'm always, it's always a shock to me when you know it's time to start up again and they're like we want you we want you back um so yeah i'm i'm always ready to you know shift and go off and do 
other things if that's what is going to happen. But I'm I'm still always happy so far to return. So, you know, when and it was so funny because um, there were so many just fortune tellers. My God, the clairvoyance of it all. So many people who just they knew that Candace was fired. And, you know, I was the, the producers were sick of my antics and I was just the bane of, of all existence on Potomac. And, you know, I'm a troll. So I, I take great pleasure in playing with, with the Saints. And I remember tweeting, this was after we'd gotten our contract, and I tweeted, when one door closes, another door opens. And uh, uproar, it was like I was trending, and there was all yeah, this you talk, are. and I was, I was sitting back just stroking my beard, evil villain laughing, like, <laughs> got you, got you. So um, that was fun. So thank you all for that. Anyone who's watching, thank you for, for those pleasures. Um, yeah. So there was, okay, so that tweet, because David and I talked about that. We wanted to ask you about that. So there was nothing yeah. more behind that except for trolling people. There Because people read everything into that. They oh, my it. God. About yeah. your music career, about the mm-hmm. show, about your relationship with Chris. I mean, on and on and on. People yep. had so many theories. But really, nothing else was behind that except for you are the queen. I mean, you do love to troll, which we love to watch. I love to troll. It was, <laughs> it's just so easy to to get some of these people because you guys just you have nothing else to do not you guys but like yeah the people they have nothing else to do that like you hang on every word good bad or ugly you hang on to it so i was just like i have time today so let me just let me just play with the with the kids for a minute and it worked Oh, it, did. it worked. I mean, listen, nothing else was trending. There was no, is Wendy coming back? Is Giselle coming? It was all just like you said, like troubled, you know, too far, you know, housewife from the East Coast. Yeah. Why do you think that narrative keeps coming up, though? Like that you, you know, everyone always says like you hit harder than anyone else. Like you, yeah. you know, why? Why does because, you know, you are aware of like all this. It was out there for a while, even yeah. before you tweeted that. Why yeah. does that always come up? Candace is problematic. She 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 goes so much harder than the others. Where does this narrative come from? I don't know. I, you know, because like I said, I watched housewives before I became a housewife and I I saw the 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 vitriol and the you know the the tongue lashings and um and you know harsh harsher things have been said um and and more um more intense moments have come from other housewives so it just it it boggles me and boggles my mind that somehow I am just the the pariah. It's always, well, Candace's mouth is just, you know, I, part of me, I see like think pieces where people say, um, Candace is, she's, she's uh, uh, privileged and her, she comes from a wealthy family and she, you know, her, her, her parents were able to, you know, provide for her and buy her her first home or help her buy her first home. And, you know, her, she's, she's this privileged little girl and she's never had to struggle and people have a problem with that. So it's just every, whatever I say, it's like, if I, I've, there have been times where I've tweeted, oh, it's a beautiful day. No lie. And this responses are, fuck you, bitch. Like, I die. Like, it's like, what? Like, 
I'm talking about the sky. I'm talking about the what are the clouds, the subcutaneous, whatever the clouds are called. I'm talking about the clouds in the sky. And, and you want me to die. You, it's just like. Oh, my God. I love I it. You win. always tweet 1111, which I love. I'm all about angel yes. numbers. And I'm sure yes. people are like, fuck you to that. Like, fuck your angel oh, numbers. They're probably like. People that, yeah, people that don't understand it are like, why the fuck is she tweeting this every time? I don't get it. And then people that do understand what it's about. Because I, rem I remember when I didn't always see 1111. And then I remember during season five, I was going through a lot. And I that's when I started to see the number. And I've always known what it meant. And, and I'm, I'm a very spiritual, very religious person. I believe in God. I believe that Jesus is my savior, honey. He say, I came from Jesus, okay? So I'm, I'm very connected to my prayer life and my spiritual life. And so I take 11.11 to, to mean that it's a different way that God is speaking to me and telling me that everything is okay and that I'm on the right path and that I'm doing what I'm supposed to. I'm following the path that I was called to be on. And I like to share that with people because I, I like to, you know, as much as I can give people some kind of hope and, and remind people that if I'm seeing this, then you can see it too. So, you know, for people to see that and take that and say, and make it something negative, like, you know, it's, it, it really just, I always say this, it exposes the, the, the bitterness in people. And it just, it's, it's a, it shines a light on um, how much you need prayer and I'm, and I'm a pray for you. Amen. I love them. That, yeah, that all makes sense. Yeah. Why do you think it is though? Cause like, look, some housewives, they never get it. You know what I mean? Do you think it is like the privilege or they think, you know, like why, what is it about you? You know what I mean? Why aren't they coming just as hard for Karen or, you know, I mean, they like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why yeah. you? I don't get it. I mean, is it because they think, oh, mommy bought you a house or whatever? Is that what it is, you think? I think that's part of it. Yeah, I think that there is a, I had a really, a really wonderful person who's very famous, who is very kind to me and talk, and we, we have a lot of really great conversations who said to me that, um, my audacity is what is so appalling to people. How dare you um, be successful? How dare you dream big enough to, you know, create an album and go on tour and uh, and be and be smart and be well read and be be able to communicate well um, and come from a family that was able to provide for you? How dare you? You are you are far too audacious to have all these things and to also, you know, be, be cute and, and, yes. and articulate. It's all too much. Yep. How dare you? That's, they nailed that's it. what I was going to say the same thing about you. I, the the reason that people don't like you is because you're confident. You're, ta you, you almost have too many talents, you know, too many talents, too many good looks. And I, no, I mean, people that don't have anything going for them, I don't care, the fucking trolls out there that write to you and Chris all the time. I mean, people are yeah. miserable. They're at home. They yeah. don't see a path for themselves. Yeah. And they see you having all these things going on. And there's a confidence about you that you exude. Mm -hmm. And it's, okay, look, I'm not putting myself on your level, but I'll say I, I am that person too. Well, like, yes, I, no, Same it's here. so weird. And yeah. David too, like people join me. Come on. Will come for I, me I, I on will the never be stuff. that person crying in the corner. It's right. not me. It's like, I started a podcast. Now it's extremely successful. Yeah. That's how Period. it works. 
Period. It doesn't, period. There's, there's no ego. I work my yes. I ass till my fingers bleed and I go to bed every night. It's it's people when it, you have confidence. Look at this. What's this? What's the game? What's the game? You know why? I have a cane because when I was rehearsing for my tour for Femme It Forward, I sprained my knee. This is Bar my sister named her. Her name this is Barbara. Barbara the cane. I have to use this cane to get up and down the stairs now because my knee is fucked up. So like, shit ain't real. Shit ain't perfect over here. I'm hobbling around, getting MRIs, doing physical therapy. I work my ass off. You, David, you work your ass off. Sarah, you work your ass off. This is not, nobody handed us shit. I know. And it looks easy. And David, you say you don't cry. You're not crying about, I cry. I cry in the car, I cry in the tub, I cry in the shower, I cry in the closet. Me and Barbara cry together. Like, this shit is hard. It's not, it's nothing has been easy about anything that I do. It's like, you've seen that video of Beyonce where she's like in the camera and she's like, why did God give me this life? And it's like, girl, shut up. But really, it's like, why did God give me these talents? Why was I called to do this and be this person? But it's almost like if if I don't follow what I'm called to do, then then I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. Then then I failed. So I have to do what I'm what I'm called to do. And it looks easy and it looks like I'm confident all the time. And I am a lot of the time, but it's hard. And I have a lot of moments where I'm not confident and I'm crying and I'm hobbling to the bathroom because my knee is swollen and my bunion hurts. Okay. This shit is not easy. Yeah. I mean, look, you got a lot going on. Your mom, the relationship with your mom, you know, is runs hot and cold. I mean, Chris, you guys yeah. have your bonus family, which is a lot to balance. I mean, yeah. we all have stuff, you know, and it's yeah. and marriage it's, as a whole. Okay. Marriage is the wild west. Yes. Okay. So there's that. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's crazy out here in these streets. Mm -hmm. Living it with is. men. Men are crazy. Y'all are. Oh, men are crazy. Uh, men well, listen, are I, I am single, so I can't chime in Literally and tell you anything about a marriage. Girl. But I don't think marriage is easy. I mean, it's I not. can tell you that. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it is, but it's not. It is when you're with the right person, it, it falls into place. But listen. It's work. Chris has died. Chris has almost died many times because I'd be like, ah, pick up your socks. <laughs> I know that you, uh, listen, and I do not want you to, to lose your job, of course. But, so I don't want any spoilers from season seven, but there is this thing I was telling Sarah early and Sarah was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see this, that, you know, on Twitter, you and Miss Karen Huger recently, Karen used a microphone emoji. And, you know, she said the best way to get a read on someone is to host a party, give them bubbly and a microphone. Everyone thought that that was you. I think you then responded and you said something like projection is a disease. You guys went back and forth. I got a little confused about stuff. Karen Huger started talking about fence humping, and then you started talking about hit dog hollerism. So, first of all, are you feuding with the Grand Dame? What? Because that's what the world now thinks from these series of tweets that are going back and forth. David, I always come in peace. You, listen, you stick up for yourself, right? Well, yes, that is true too. But I always come in peace. I'm. I always. I may have questions, but I always come in peace. 
Well, can you help me? Because last season we had to learn like what Sing Sing was and like we got some clarity on hot boxes. What <laughs> is hit dog hollerism? I can't even say the word. Hit dog holleringism. It's um well I made it up. But okay. you've heard the you've heard the the term a hit dog will holler. Essentially meaning that, you know, if if you are the guilty party, you're going to be the first one to to speak up and, and have something to say. Therefore, the hit dog is hollering. Hit dog hollering ism. I almost I should have called it hit dog hollering itis because it's it's a it's like a sickness, like <clears throat> like I'm ill with hit dog hollering itis. Cough cough, or woof as I said. I was like I, I am getting confused just by you know by going back yeah. and forth reading these tweets. And fence humping, which I've never heard the word <laughs> fence humping before. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's a projection. Well, now I know. Yeah. Sarah, do you have something to yeah, say? Yeah, I do. I was just, I didn't want to talk over you, but. No, okay. go ahead. Well, no, I'm curious because, so who are you cool with? Because, I, you know, I want, not that your feelings get hurt, but, you know, I, I, my feelings were yeah. hurt for you um, earlier this. You know, we saw Ashley and Karen and Giselle and Robin. They all got together for lunch at Fig and Olive in yeah. D.C. And their little dances uh-huh. kind of went viral and all the blogs picked yeah. them up. And I was like, well, OK, I know you and Ashley aren't cool, but I was like, well, where's Candace's invite? I don't, so yeah. who are you good with? And now we kind of get the sense you're feuding with Karen. So who are you? Do you have any friends this season? Who are you good with? Yes, I have friends. I, I have a, I actually have a lot of friends. Okay. It's a it's a merry-go-round. You know, it's and it's not, you know, it's it's a merry-go-round for everybody. I'll say that. So there's a there's a lot of shifting like even from like day to day. There's a lot of shifting that takes place. Mm. Do you think people are shocked? You know, like I've talked to like I mean I've had Giselle here, I've talked to her before about this, like, you know. Potomac in the beginning was kind of like a slow burn, you know, like yeah. we had Beverly Hills and we had New York right. and Atlanta. But, yeah. you know, do you think people now realize it? Like, guys, this is like the real deal. Like this is yeah, one of the higher rated franchises. Yeah. Like this is, I think people finally get that, right? Yeah, Potomac is, is definitely a part of the conversation. Um, I think I've always said that I felt like Potomac had an unfair advantage from the beginning because we were the only franchise whose city slash state was not easily recognizable, right? Like everybody knows where New Jersey is. We all know where Atlanta is. We all know where Beverly Hills is. Um, even Orange County was, you know, maybe not so much, but that was the first. So they had time to, to build. But I feel like Potomac was like, where's Potomac? People were mispronouncing it. So we we had that going against us in addition to being a newer show, um, being, you know, the second, you know, black cast or second cast of, of women of color. They're constantly comparing us to Atlanta. And there really is no comparison because, you know, Atlanta walked so that we could run. I always say that um, they have been very supportive of us and we are very supportive of them. So, yeah, we had, we had some, some, some things going against us, but I think that as a, as a cast, most of us have done a, an excellent job of, you know, keeping it real, being honest and, and, you know, getting us to a place where now we can say we are, you know, one of the more sought after shows. 
Oh my God. I mean, to have Nicki Minaj at your reunion, yeah. I mean, I think you guys are top three now. I, I can't even, yeah. I mean, obviously Beverly Hills is like, I mean, I yeah. know it is, it's like a whole nother level, but right. I mean, you guys, you know, I mean, we all know New York, it's, it's a mess. You know, I know they're trying yeah, to do the best they can to spin it some other right. way. OC is now right. a mess, you know? Yeah. Um, Dallas was canceled. Um, oh, yeah. And then, you know, I mean, Salt Lake, okay. Salt Lake to me is my new big fave too. Salt Lake is coming. Yeah. Salt Lake is doing some things. They're, they're, they're shaking and stirring. I I like Salt Lake. I like what Mary, I bring Mary back. Justice for Mary. You know, if you add, this is my Mary wig. I, Mary was such a great housewife. It's she, I think she gave everything that you would want in a housewife. Yes, I just she's so quirky. She's she's just weird and just like just lovable and just strange and lovable in the best way. I hate that she's seemingly not there. Well, didn't she you want her quit? Back. I want her back. Yeah, I thought she quit. Didn't she quit? Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller-driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Okay, y'all, quick pause to thank our sponsors. Let me just tell you, we have some amazing sponsors this week. I am super excited to introduce some new ones to you, including StoryWorthy, which is so exciting for Mother's Day. Okay, StoryWorthy is an online service that helps you and your loved ones connect through sharing stories and memories and preserves them for you. So think about this. This is what the this is what StoryWorthy does. It emails your mom a thought-provoking question of your choice from a vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks a question like that you've never thought to 
ask your mom before, right? Like I, you know, I wanted to know like who, you know, if my mom like was ever in love with someone before my dad, like I wanted to know more stories about my dad. You know, my dad passed away. So like, what was their first year of marriage like? And she described it and wrote it to me. I love Storyworthy, you guys. I, you know, you know, my mom and I are BFFs. So this was so unbelievable. I really enjoyed, you know, reading, like I said, the answers that my mom responded to the questions. Um, You know, I get to discover new things about her all the time. And then after one year, Storyworthy compiles all those questions and stories, including photos into a beautiful keepsake keepsake book that the whole family can share um, and keep for those generations to come, which is amazing because we're all super busy. It's so hard to put together the memories. So give all the moms in your life this meaningful gift that you'll both cherish for years. Storyworth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll get $10 off your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash T-S-F-S. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash T-S-F-S to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash T-S-F-S. Nutrafol. Nutrafol. I love me some Nutrafol. Um, guys, you know, I've talked about my journey with my hair. My hair um, does not grow or has not grown essentially since I've had KJ. So Nutrafol is a supplement that you can take that can actually help with hair growth. My hair has grown thicker. It has not grown longer. 80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair, yet it's still not openly talked about. Not until now. We're talking about it more thanks to Nutrafol. Did you know that there are multiple cases of thinning hair? Nutrafol is the hair growth supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle factors that probably are impacting your thinning hair. The best part too is Nutrafol has combos for men and for women. So when you go to their website, my code is good for both. You can pick if you're a woman, if you're a man, what kind of hair um, you have, and then get your tailored, number one, dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, which is Nutrafol. So grow thicker, healthier hair right now and support the Sarah Fraser Show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code TSFS to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available in the U.S. for customers for a very limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Another brand new sponsor to welcome to the show, Calm. Guys, have you heard of Calm? Love Calm app. Uh, You can download Calm app and start relaxing ASAP. I have been a longtime proponent of meditation, and with Calm, now I can do my daily meditations, which I love. I can choose from relaxing ones. Um, if there's something going on in your life, you want more energy, you want to bring serenity to your life, well, you can customize it. Try something new, um, and trying something new can be intimidating. Meditation might be something that you've been hearing about, but you're not quite sure. Well, Calm helps you feel more at ease from the moment you start. Find somewhere that's comfortable and familiar to you, like your couch your sofa, uh, your bed, anywhere, an office space, and just get into it and get relaxed. Reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve focus and curated music tracks, and rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories. If you go to calm.com slash TSFS, you'll get a special offer of 40% off a Call Premium subscription, a Calm Premium subscription, I should say. And new content added every single week. I love this. Calm is ready to help you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier life. So... 
For Sarah Fraser Show listeners only, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off at Calm Premium Subscription. Just go to calm, C-A-L-M dot com slash T-S-F-S for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm, C-A-L-M dot com slash T-S-F-S. I thought that she quit, but then I thought that. I mean, she, she didn't maybe... go to the reunion, so I guess. Right. You can't but even, really. You know, even after she didn't go to the reunion, I for me, that was not the final nail in the coffin for me. I felt like she could have come back from that because the reason she didn't come is because they were, you know, bullying her to no end. So I understood why she felt like she didn't want to be there. And I think that if she had had the right conversations, you know, they would have let her come back in and film for the next season. But you think I do, I do. And then I heard that, you know, she was supposed to be having a conversation with Andy I don't know, you know, if that happened or how that went, but I just, I don't see how this show, like Mary was just, she was the, she was like the, that, the center, the centerpiece. Oh, I have a whole theory. Show. I have a whole theory. I oh, think. <laughs> I do. Ready. I've said Hold it. On. I've said right. it on this, like, what, I've said I, it on this think, podcast. I Look, I, I think, I think. Mary added a lot. I will give you that. Yeah. But I think Mary saw the writing on the wall between what's happened with Erica and what's happened with Jen. And I, I have absolutely mm-hmm. no basis of this, for, except for mm-hmm. the clips. I think there were some shady things going on with that church. And she was smart enough to know if I stay on this show long enough, I'll be next. They're going to come for me. Yeah. And I think she wants nothing to do with it. She's out. I don't yeah. think... I think she wasn't going to yeah. answer any further questions. And the only part <laughs> I don't like is... I just, you're a spiritual woman. One of the things that drives me nuts are some of these female pastors, male I'm a Catholic. The Catholic Church has done it. I hate when they prey on people when it comes to God and money. And and this thing of like, you better tithe or else, you know? You're going to hell. Yeah. I did not like the way that it was like, well, you guys didn't send me birthday cards. And again, I know editing, but that part of her I didn't like because I thought, yeah. "Mm." What she is unsavory. Yeah. 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 But that's why. Well, like when they say, you know, like Mary did this, Mary did that. I related saying to you, like if people are saying to you, like Candace cuts harder or hits harder than anyone else. Yeah. So what? Like, isn't that like saying you actually understand the assignment and you're doing your job extremely well? Yeah. I mean, yes and no. I think that. Yeah, there are there are parts of the the reality tv space that you know can feel bombastic and can feel you know just overblown um but it's it's i mean it's clear that it's it's an exaggeration of real life like in real life i'm not going to lunch with my friends and like getting into a screaming match like at the table I'm not doing that like I was not raised to be fussing at the table but clearly there are cameras here so we're going to be naturally having an argument at a restaurant so I think you know for me at least I can speak for myself when I say I when I am screaming or yelling or fighting back at someone that I'm I'm really in those emotions um but in my real life I don't I don't allow myself to be in situations where I have to be yelling at people. 
But, you know, in this world, I'm put in situations where I'm forced to respond to, you know, whatever the shenanigans are. For Mary, I feel like, you know, I would like to believe that some of that is just the edit, that it's not quite that, you know, exaggerated. However, I will say as someone who comes from, you know, the Southern Baptist church world, and I'm, I'm, I'm very familiar with the black church as a whole. Um, yet we, there is a, a tithing element and there is, there is sometimes guilt associated with not tithing enough or, um, you know, having your, your ducks in a row as it relates to your contributions to the church. So some of that is, is real, but it, it's obviously made to look, you know, more intense than maybe it is. Yeah, I'll be curious to see, like, over the next year. Because, I, I mean, man, being on that show is like, I don't know, you're a hot button for your finances, too. I mean, and, and yeah. you know, obviously Tom Girardi, that whole thing is just, but it's crazy. Oh. I know. Crazy. I can't. Oh, God. And Eric, Eric. I know. Sorry, I love Erica. I love her. And you all can, you all can castrate me for it. I don't care. Um are you kidding? She, I'm with I like, you. I'm Team Erica. I love her. I I even love her now, even though she like basically spits in the victims' faces, which is terrible. I mean, it's like, it, I mean, yeah, it's it's not it's 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 cringy to, yeah. to to look at, and you you can't defend that. But what I love is that she's she's like me in that she she stands in the face of whatever the adversity is. Like she's she's leaning into it heavy. And I think, you know, everybody was coming at her last year and calling her a monster and saying that she needs to just give everything back and, you know, live in a tent and not have anything. And she's horrible and whatever. And this season, she's she's like leaning into this villain role, if you will. And I'm like, yes, girl, lean in. Like, they want you to be this. Give them what the fuck they want. And I'm going to I'm going to be behind you snapping because it's Mm. poetry. Poetic. Did you see the trailer? It's like it's going to be. Yes. Oh God, the what like her doing the well? If Erica is this, then I was like, yes, girl. She's just, and that's I really believe that that is who she is. Erica is not putting on an air for any of you hoes. Okay, Erica is keeping it one thousand and one, and I just I love I love that about her that she's she's her all day and that she's leaning into this this villain space. Yeah, I, I would think she's authentically being herself. Yeah. What do you think? This is nothing, no spoilers, but what do you think about all this stuff that, you know, here we go. It's a new season of Potomac. We have to have the usual Michael Darby cheating rumors. Those are now out there again. We have new pictures and all this other stuff happens every season. Every season. So, I mean, that's not a spoiler. That's just like, we all see it online. Like, what, what do you think about this? And why do these keep coming up um i am so bored (laughs) i just at this point it's like this is this is an arrangement between them and they're they're both okay in their chaos that's how i feel because like how many times can a man embarrass you and shame you down to your draws girl and you're going to defend it. 
it's like at this point just tell us that you guys are in an arranged situation it's oh it's an open marriage whatever it is so we can stop like being appalled at these things that you all are okay with they're both clearly okay with where they are so you think it do you I'm think bored. it's really in a <laughs> I mean, I know you guys, there's no love lost between the two of you, but do you really think it's an arrangement? See, I, I actually think they do love each other. I do agree with you because she's been open. They used to have threesomes together. Yeah. You know, so right. that's that's not a secret to anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do feel like they love each other. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe they, what do you think? You Do you think it is, do you think there's love there or you think it's more of an arrangement? I think that, at one, maybe in the very beginning, when, you know, Ashley was a young cherub, a young impressionable cherub, and Michael is, you know, fresh off a divorce, and he's looking for a PYT, maybe there was some love there. Um, I think that now they're just, they're just in it to, you know, keep, keep up whatever the, the arrangement is. I really think that they, it's an open marriage. And they are, they're content in the open marriage of it all. I think Ashley really wanted to be a mom. And that was really important to her. And she, she, she did it the right way. She set herself up to where, you know, if she, when she does want to go, or if he does want to go, she's got um, her two kids and she's put in enough time that she can, you know, be entitled to some sort of payout. And I, I think that is wonderful. Like, I wish I missed the class on how to go out here and get a sugar daddy. Me too, sweetheart. Me too. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. But that's also not my... The Lord did not give me a sugar daddy because I have a smart mouth. And I'm going to cuss you out. Like, you're not going to tell me where I can go to get my nails done and how much I can... I can't live on the allowance that you give me. Like, I need to have my own money. I need to be able to move and shake as I please. And you do your thing and I do my thing. Like, I'm, I'm not cut out to be a sugar baby or to be in a, in a marriage where I'm with a much older man who's got all the purse strings. That's, that's not my ministry because I cuss. <laughs> okay, so wait, give us an update then. Is it safe to say, are you and Ashley friendly at all this season? Like, as, are you guys, where are you at? We, we're in an interesting place. Hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting place. That's what I will say. Okay. Do you think, because you say it's like an, you know, it's an arrangement or whatever, and then all this stuff comes out about Michael. Do you think, you know, Ashley is out there doing her own thing? I hope she is. I think that, that would be great for her. I think that Ashley is much better than Michael. And I think that she deserves better than Michael. And I say this as someone who has been burned by her and we have had many a brawl, verbal brawl. But I've always believed from the moment that I met her and him that she's better than him and that she deserves better than him. So I hope she is out here in these streets. Go ahead, girl. What about speaking about your castmates? What about Giselle, you know, and the pastor? And like, I mean, there is this narrative people are always saying, like, where are all these other men that Giselle, I mean, we don't see the pasture. We don't see any of these other guys. 
you have to show, you know, whatever's going on with Chris, like everyone has to show like their, what their relationship troubles, <laughs> where are, and I'm not coming for you, Giselle, but like, where are the people on the street say, why doesn't Giselle ever need to show all of her relationships and men and why? Well, I, these, these are questions that need answers. You know, it's why, why is Giselle allowed to skate? Cause she has her roller skates on and she just breezes through like, like this, just like sliding through. And yeah, it, it's a, it's an interesting question that I don't have, I don't know. I don't have the answer to it. Cause I mean, how long can you use your daughters for your personal storyline? You know, they, they have to go off and live their own lives at some point. And then what do you have? Like your wig, you can talk to your wig head. This is boring. No, ma'am. So I, I don't know. That's a good question because the, the street talk and the streets have seen her in the streets with men. Um, so she's dating, I think, or doing something. Um, but no, she does not um, talk about these things, and she's she's able to shut them down. And you know, there's no prodding. There's no extra work that has to go into digging into into her life it's like a a protection of sorts that's what people say what about well i was going to say also what about when people say you know there's not really this many housewives there's minus one because robin is not necessarily again this isn't coming from me this is coming from the streets robin you know is just an extension of giselle and she's not really her own individual on the show that is said no i'm not saying it what do you you feel about that it is said. Um, I love Robin. I love Robin the most. Like, she's probably my favorite person of all of these girls. Um, and I think that her role in our friend group is really important because she is, she's probably one of the most authentic one of the most calm, authentic people, because I'm authentic, but I'll cuss you out. Robin is very authentic and placid. Like she's so calm and she's able to, you know, just like broker peace in a way that no one else really in our group of girlfriends can do. So yeah, she, you know, she has her Giselle safety net her blank her security blanket but um like we need robin like robin needs to be around because she's she's an important friend for all of us that's that's a good perspective because i feel like we don't hear that you know you to david's point i feel like unfortunately for robin like she gets a lot of it too of people like why is she here you know we're tired of seeing robin or whatever and you know i mean her relationship with juan it it seems like it moves forward kind of um yeah you know, I don't know any wedding planning that you hear about. Like, do we think we're going to really get a wedding? I want Robin to get married so bad. Like, I'm ready for Robin do. to get. I like I already have my role. I'm ready to, you know, I'll carry a flower. I will sing a song. You need to serve a drink. I will do whatever you need me to do for this wedding. Like, yes, I'm ready for her to get married. I don't know, like, what her plans are, but I hope that her and Juan do like she deserves to have you know whatever kind of 
celebration of their reignited love that they want. So they they should have that. Oh, I'm hoping we see a wedding. I'm like, I would love yeah. to see them get a married. A wedding would be amazing. Yes. The last wedding was mine. So yes, let's do another wedding. I know. We need another wedding yes. and we need the bachelor it's party fun. of like Michael Darby yes. trying to make out with want. You know, I mean, it just. Oh, I'm them. throwing up. Yes. That would be great. Like, yes. Send them somewhere. I know. Yes, send them like Let into them the mountains. Have a hurrah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. yes. yes. That would be Michael's dream come true. Yes. <laughs> If they were going to, you know, like eventually we all know that Housewives is like Game of Thrones. I mean, eventually casts get shaken up. Yeah. If, you know, who do you think should be the first to go? If the producers, after season seven, if we were going to get rid of one housewife, who do you think it should be? Oh, oh my God. I don't answer this question because I'm not trying to get cussed out. Um, who should go? Um... I don't know. I I feel like the person that should go is the person that is that has the least going on and is the least um, contributes the least. Like you, if you're coming in here and we don't, we're, we're not learning anything new about you. And you know, maybe you're good at like stirring up the pot, but who are you? Like what we don't, what is your purpose? So you should go whoever that person is. Am I being extra shady today? <laughs> what the hell? David? I'm going to check myself. Like, God, I'm are you, are no. you being extra shady? I don't think so. Well, that but... just made me think. I'm like, I don't know. I kind of liked, I mean, Miss Osefo has really taken a, you know, I mean, my Lord, she was like a professional, you know, I mean, she was a professor and now we've gone down to yeah. candle making and, you know, a whole new yeah. body. Now, do I want that body? 100%. But it's like a whole, it's a totally different woman, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, this is what I will say. I think that one of the beauties about these shows is that they expose you, especially our show, to the, the fact that Black women are not monolithic. We are not one thing. We don't just operate in this one role of professor and mom and whatever. And I think it's it's lo- it's beautiful that we are getting to see like a blossoming of Wendy because she did she did come in pregnant or just having given birth. Yeah, I, I remember when um, I remember seeing her when she was pregnant. And she was about to birth, and then she gave birth. And, you know, you know this, Sarah, you give birth and you're, you know, you're, oh. there's a lot of shifting that goes on in your mind and your body with your hormones. So like you're, you're kind of trying to figure out, you know, how to pivot and how to get yourself back or how to, you know, grow new parts, if you will. Um, and I think that we, we met her in an awkward space and now she's like in her, she settled into who she is and who she's going to be going forward so yeah like yes she's a professor she's a commentator she's a candle bitch and now she's a she's doing a lot of stuff this season she's doing a lot oh she's doing everything. it's good okay it's well good then we're keeping wendy all right oh my god I yeah now and now see now right. i'm and team keeping robin because now you've convinced me with team, robin yes Gotta keep Robin, gotta keep Wendy. I mean, I yes. I always have a theory. I think Ashley is very happy as a mom. I, I think Ashley will be yeah. the, and I don't I don't know that it's fired so much as she just wants to leave. I, I don't know. I think they could take it yeah. or leave it. I could see Ashley 
at some point saying, I'm good on this because you can just kind of feel it. Like even just like from, from season six, like it was like, I'm here because, you know, I'm doing my thing, but do I really want to be here? I don't know. Yeah. So, but I don't, I don't see that. That would be her decision. I, I don't see, right. You know, the show saying sayonara to her. I agree. I could yeah. see her saying it's time. Yeah. But what's she going to do though? Cause I'm like, do you got a job? Do you have a discernible skill set that we could, what you going to do? You going to go to work? What you going to do? I mean, I guess she's going to, you know, live off of the alimony, but like, that's the scary thing. Like I, like what just happened with, Je- uh, what's his name? Jesse Williams from Grey's, formerly of Grey's Anatomy. Like he was with his wife and then he found somebody cuter and he left his wife and their two children. And he was paying his ex-wife like $40,000 a month in child support. And then I guess he quit Grey's and he went back to the court and petitioned for lower child support. And now he's paying like $4,000. If I'm his ex-wife mm. and I'm like counting on, you know, Jesse's got this Grey's Anatomy job where he's making a million dollars an episode and then he, you know, he quits and now he has nothing. Like, what am I going to do? I don't I would never want to be in a situation where I'm depending on a man to take care of me because anything can happen. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two zero. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating. And today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's 
kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Yeah. And people... The moral of the story is you never leave Grey's Anatomy. Remember TR Knight in season one? What is going through? Ellen Pompeo makes $20 million. And yes, she's the title character. But like, why would anyone ever Ever. choose to leave Grey's Anatomy? Ever. What is wrong with you? Hold on for dear life, okay? Yes! Hold on, it's, still, it's a great show still. I can't. After after they took McDreamy, I said, Shonda, you did me wrong. I got to go. And I left. I never looked back. She took McDreamy from me. McDreamy. Goodbye. It's not as good as it used to be. See, thank you. And no shade to the show because, you know, Shonda is a beast. Yeah, Bridgerton she's... is my jam. I love Shonda. Um, and what's Scandal. The one on Scandal was Scandal. the best show that was ever existed in I the history of I love Scandal to that. I still, fun fact, I still have not watched the finale because I refuse I haven't watched over. the finale either. I swear to God. That's the I I watched up to the finale. I still have like, I'm done. I don't want to watch this now. It's not yep. over for me. And it's never been over because I never saw it. And then I love to hate how Carrie and, you know, the whole cast, they still are friends and they post and they like, they get together and they do like scandal parties. And I'm like, go to hell. Like, stop teasing me if you're not going to get back together. But I love it because it's like, oh, it's like memories to see them all together. So it's great. Why do you think, like, so you do you talk about Nicki Minaj, she unfollowed you now, but even at the reunion, I mean, first she, you know, gave you some side eye about some of your statistics you were quoting about your music. But, yeah. you know, listen, when a housewife comes out with music, we automatically think one thing. Now, yeah, Nikki asked everyone, like, you know, are you shocked at the, your music is actual real music? I try to tell people, like, this is Thank not you. a housewife so song. We've talked about Thank this here. You. It's real music. So Nikki asked everyone, she's like, that's not the question I'm asking you. Are you shocked that this is actually good? But, you know, do you fear that? Like that people aren't out there checking it out, that people are just like, is this, you know, housewife this song and housewife that song? Do you know what I'm saying? Um, like so you being lumped into that, oh, it's a housewife with oh, a song. Yeah, I do. I do. Um I don't worry about it, but I think about it. Like, well, I just will say this. I don't think about it as much anymore. I think when I first started thinking about doing music on the show, my immediate thought was, okay, how do I, how do I move into a space where I'm taken seriously as a musician, as an artist and not seen as just like a, you know, another housewife doing a song but I feel like at this point you know I my album has been out since September I have now well over two million streams 
I have gone on tour and opened for SWV, Maya, Faith Evans, 702. Oh my God, um, huge. I'm, I'm getting ready for another tour that people don't know about yet. Um, I'm, you know, I'm getting ready to re-release a deluxe version of my album with new music, with new features. Um, getting ready to release a new single with a new visual. Like, I feel like people are starting to understand that this is not just a hobby. Like, I'm bored and I don't have anything else to do, so I'm going to make a song. This is my career and it's very serious to me and it's it's my current baby and so I have a human baby um and and I'm I'm excited about it and it, it means a lot to me that um that I do it right and that I be respected by the music industry it's so good. It's, you know, you've differentiated yourself because you're not campy. And, you know, I love mm. Luann's, you know, I love all her. Yeah. I mean, it's hysterical, you know. Um, yeah. But <laughs> money can't buy you class. I mean, you know, and it's expensive money to be. Yes. Oh my God. Now, expensive to be me is a bop, okay? Dude. That song, that one is Erica. Erica has good music. And I was, and Erica is. I would say that she, like, Erica is an artist. Like, she, I mean, she's obviously distracted now because she's got a lot going on. But, like, Erica was rehearsing. She was doing tours. She was, she had the glam team. And she she was a moment. Like, and she's been very supportive of me and, like, giving me advice. And, been, you know, she's been really, like, really bomb. And she didn't have to be, like, supportive of me. So, and I, I'm not saying that she's good because she was supportive. I I respected Erica, and I thought that her music was boppy well before she knew who I was. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah, and, and it's no, you know, no shade to them at all. But yeah, um, yeah, but uh, you know, everybody's not going to be good at everything, and like, it it takes a lot of guts to be, you know, to you know, for for Nini and like Melissa Gorga to to create singles and put them out and promote them it's a lot it's a lot of work and it's a you know you're being criticized and critiqued it's a lot but it's a club and that's not the club that i want to be in yeah what advice did erica give you she just reached out to you when she saw you were doing music yeah she um well she she was just she praised my 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 singles and she praised my album and she was just like there are no limits like Whatever you want to do, you can do it. And don't take no for an answer. I love yeah. that. Listen, I yeah. saw the Pretty Mess tour. I was in the audience. And I yeah. mean, the, it was, I mean, as especially as a gay man, because it was mostly yeah. gay. I mean, I was like, yeah. I died and gone to heaven. Like, I'm she's literally an heaven. Excellent. She's, a, she's an excellent entertainer. Like, okay, well, you then have I'll to give check... her her flowers. Okay, I'll check myself. Then apparently she's way better <laughs> than that. Oh, oh, you know, I mean, the Countess, I love Luann. I mean, I would see the cabaret, yes. but I mean, Luann speaks through the music, basically, you know, I yes. mean, and then they yes. just add some auto tune, you know, so it's, it's yes. very different than what you do. But yeah. to your point, okay, but okay, you're friends with Erica. I mean, and, and look, I know you personally, I mean, you've put so much time and money. I don't think people realize how much you have to invest of your own money. And unfortunately, I mean, that's what we saw with Erica. She may not have known anything about how yes. the money was coming. But right. I mean, like, how is that going for you? Are you guys investing everything you make from from Housewives back into your career? 
No, not everything. Um, well, I, I am, I'm an independent artist, but I am signed. And my, my label, Monarch, uh, Monarch Nashville, it has been incredible. They're very supportive. They have given me a few advances. Great. So I'm able to, you know, tour and pay my dancers and pay my band and um, um, record more music and just, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm very frugal. I'm a very frugal bitch. If it's more than $5, don't ask me. I'm not buying it. Okay. Um, and even with my music, which is, like I said, it's like my baby. I'm still very smart about what we're spending and how we're spending it. And my team understands that. So my team is very good about, you know, how can we, you know, find a loophole to make this work without spending 5000 here or 2000 oh, wow. there. So, no, I'm, you know, the mon- money is good. We are doing well over here. We are, what did Karen say? We are debt-free and loaded, honey. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing very well. If you could do a duet with anyone, like, in the world, who would mm. it be? So... I would love to collab with Doja Cat. Um, oh. I love Lil Nas X. I think he's the cutest thing ever. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I mean, this is gonna be controversial, but I love Cardi. I think Cardi is just, I love her because we have similar trajectories and she's someone to study if you are looking to like get into music and you want to use the reality TV space to like jumpstart that. She's a great example of that. The way that she went from love and hip hop, she, she made a mark and then she left and now she's Cardi B. And um, I, I think she's a genuine person. Um, she's really funny. And I, I would love to collab with her. Um, yeah, those are just a few. Those, those are just like, at the top oh my god you and doja would be amazing and little nas x i feel like he could he could jump in too i love him (laughs) why not went to his party with at the grammys after the grammys he had a uh, an after party and we were at his party and he's like crowd surfing and like swinging around the stripper pole and yeah Uh, that's a good one that's a good one if you had or if you could or you had to do a duet with a housewife we have luann sings kim zolciak we even have your castmate ashley darby coffee and love is a song gone with the wind fabulous kenya moore which housewife would you like to do a duet with candace um well i there are two and it's not ashley um candy obviously oh um candy yeah she's obviously she's a a Jane of all trades, as I like to say. She's a, a great songwriter. She's a great singer. She's just a just an all-around creative person. I would love to do a song with her, whether we're writing together or singing or both. And I would love to do something with Erica. Like, like because I'm R&B at my core, but I love pop. I love rock. I love mixing genres. And, you know, Drive Back is an urban pop song. My next single is more of an urban pop song as well. Um, so I, I think it would be really like dope to do something with with, some, with the likes of Erica Jane, who's oh. got that that pop vibe going. And even Candy, like a Candy Erica Candace moment, because Candy is very versatile. Like she can, she's she's R and B at her core as well, but she's you know ventured out into 
every space. She's written for Ed Sheeran. She's written for Destiny's Child, TLC. Like she's in sync she back can do in the day. I mean, in sync. Yeah, she she can do it all. So that would be super dope. Like if Candy oh. and I wrote something and me and Erica and Candy performed, that would be so cool. I would be able to do that. Oh my God. Right. Like you forget about, I think a lot of people forget how many songs Candy actually oh my wrote. God. I mean, you talk about Kaching Kaching. That's when it starts. Adding. Yes. Go yes, and that's why she is. You know, she's really establishing herself as like a conglomerate of everything. She's now a television producer, like what well, she was before. But like now, you are solidly like sitting in TV production with the old lady gang show. Like she's just she's an actor. She sings. She's mass singer. She's hosting Ellen. Like bitch, that she is. Just, she's amazing. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. Candy's Did you reach out to her for any advice when you were starting your music career? Just since she's a housewife. Um, yeah, I did. We've we've met, but we met up before. We've had dinner together. Um, she's again, she's someone else that's just like very like chill, but very supportive. Like when when Deep Space first came out, she was reposting it, and she was very congratulatory. Um, I invited her to my album release, but they were out of town for something, but she she wanted to come. So she's just been like very supportive from afar. Like just because she doesn't have to say anything. Like her platform is so big and she's so busy. She does not have to say anything about my my project. So the fact that she even, you know, shared it and congratulated me in part like personally is is huge for me because you know i grew up listening to escape and listening to the music that she had a hand in writing and the songs that she wrote so oh yeah she's unbelievable you you said that your music is your baby for now until you have a real baby another real baby so Uh any anything you want to share with us here today i mean you and sarah go way back anything you want to tell yeah well, I did text her. I actually, I have to go soon because I have to go stab myself with uh, IVF shots. So I'm, I'm currently doing um, IVF to uh, to bank or to freeze um, embryos. Um, I am planning my life, and I it's something that I'm excited to be able to share and to talk about because. I feel like IVF is not something that is talked about enough and women are not exposed to that option of family planning enough. I know so many women who were not made privy to, you know, this, this miracle until a lot later in life. And then it's harder to get enough eggs to be able to, you know, have a family and to have children. So I'm 35 and I'm right at that age where it starts to, you know, teeter on what's called a geriatric pregnancy oh, or an I older egg. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. aware. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you know, I like, I, I have always, you know, we've talked and I've been always been very, a cheerleader for you and your, your journey to, to have your, to have little KJ. Like, it's just like, it's, it's a, it's something that I'm like, I would, I would be private about but I feel so inclined and so like like I have to talk about it because I I would have done it sooner if someone had explained it to me sooner 
And, and, you know, I'm now in a place where I'm almost ready to have kids. Um, like we may start trying at the end of the year, but you know, maybe not. I'm still figuring that out. And I want to have the option of the insurance of knowing that I have eggs that are viable and young enough that I can go in and implant whenever I am ready to, to start my family. It's, yeah. It's so hard. I mean, people, you know, I had that molar pregnancy miscarriage before I had KJ and like a gestational cancer. Like I, I never even knew that that could happen. You know, I mean, so many things can go wrong with getting pregnant. It it truly is like the craziest part is we really are meant to have kids like in high school. (laughs) You know, but no, no, it's so true. (laughs) I think about it all the time. It's like, we should really be having kids. Like I was talking about these girls that were getting pregnant at 18. It's like, what you doing? But they... Like that's when your body and your eggs are are primed and ready and your body is ready enough to have the kids and heal. And, you know, you kind of go back to some sense of normalcy We're we're out. But women are having kids later and later in life. And I, I, for one, respect it because I think it's important for women to feel like they have autonomy over their lives and they have ownership over their lives and what they want to do. And, you know, children are a blessing, but they're like a lot. They're a lot. And when you, you they're can't a lot. give them back. Yeah. I mean, so David knows. One, <laughs> Sarah's just looking at me because she knows. I mean, listen, I am self-aware. So for me, it is not the right decision, but that's good, right? Like you should know yeah. that about yourself, that you're not Absolutely. capable of doing that. Absolutely. I have two very quick questions before we leave. Are you going to go on tour? Because you mentioned a tour. Are we going to have, I mean, I've seen it count as 800 times. She's like, David, come down the, the street. Right. Like, are, are we going to, I mean, come on. I've never seen you perform live. I know you were just that. Yes. Uh, so we are, my team is currently negotiating um, a multi-city tour. Yeah. Sarah and I will be looking oh. together. Oh, I need backstage passes. Are you kidding? Please. I love you guys so much. Uh, the uh, the only thing I'm jealous about, and I've said this when Candace has been on my show, is, you know, I was hoping their careers wouldn't make it because I want to see Chris's brown dick on OnlyFans. And at this rate, I'm not going to see it. So I'm Sorry. only that. Yeah. Really, Sorry. That's my only downside. <laughs> I love giving these two a hard time. They're beautiful in real life. They're great people. We're going. We're getting backstage passes. I got to see everybody. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'll let you guys know when we're going to be when yeah. I can talk about it. Can't yeah. wait. And I was going to say, is is Chris still your husband, Jer? Is he still involved? <laughs> oh yeah. He. So there are a lot of updates to Chris. He is doing amazing things on his own. Um, he was always. He was never my manager in the sense that he's like negotiating my deals and like taking a cut. He was really just supporting me at a, in a transitional space. I now have an actual entertainment manager. I have a publicist. I have my, my legal team. I have, I'm looking for an agent now. I have a great team and Chris really still serves the same role. He's like, you know, you got an email, you need to respond. Don't forget you have this thing coming up. Um, I, I'm going to forward this contract to your lawyer to negotiate. Um, when there's a crisis, he's on all the calls with the team and he's giving his input. He's, he's it's the same role, but, you know, I think manager was like, it was, that word was just a, 
it was a buzzword for for the audience and everybody was like losing it but like he was managing me and my even my mom was like ah, he's managing you he's gonna take your money like girl sh- sh- no um but no he's he is he is being a, a husband and a supporter but he's also doing his own thug fizzle he's out here doing amazing things for himself um and doing what he loves which is managing restaurants i love it and this is really my last question what do you unless <laughs> you can, to, but what do you think no this is and now i'm sorry but what do you think is still like the biggest misconception about you like we talked about like as people watch we have season seven coming now you were on my show once i you you know this sarah the minute it was over i'm like i fucking love candace you know she's amazing this. i'm not just saying this i judge people based on my own ex- so right. i said that and she, you know that sarah I, I, love, I, mean, look, so, I love all the women on Potomac. I, I love Ashley. I mean, I get along. I love, yeah. I'm so proud of you guys. Cause I say this a thousand times, but you, you don't give yourselves enough credit because you were the only reality show ever, ever, ever to be successful out of DC. And people don't know that unless mm-hmm. you've lived in DC, nobody yeah. could do it. I mean, Rob Lowe couldn't do it. He'd come to town to do a reality show. So these women yep. and women of color deserve so much uh, so much credit. So I love all of you, and I know you all personally outside the show, and you're yeah. all terrific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Sarah. Um, what what is the biggest? Mis- yeah, like as people watch, and you know these people, you know, um, you say people come after you, and like, what do you yeah. think people have wrong about you? I mean, people think that I'm a monster. <laughs> no, like people think that I'm like that I pick fights and that I start things things and then I I what do they say you throw grenades and hide your hands and it's like what are you watching like where show me where I started anything you know do I respond in a an overly colorful way at times yes absolutely I do I own that and that's something that I um not that I need to work on, but that sometimes I can learn to pivot. But you know, that's that's my that's my cross to bear. That's my battle. That's my thing. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's funny because anytime I meet anyone um, outside of Twitter or the show, everyone says the same thing. It's like, wow, you're like so nice, and I'm like, thanks. <laughs> like, I, you know, I. I try, I don't focus on it anymore. It used to bother me a lot, like that people, because, you know, in my real life outside of the show, before the show, I was loved. You know, everyone loved me. And I thought I was going to come on the show and be loved. And it's the opposite. Everyone hates me. <laughs> and somehow I'm still here. <laughs> yes, you are. Amazing. I can't wait for season seven. Oh, it's going to be so good. Oh, girl. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be, I can tell already, it's going to be crazy. I think it's going to be next level. It's honestly, it's you guys, Salt Lake and Beverly Hills. And <coughs> maybe Atlanta. Atlanta will probably come back and be really strong. They're going to come with something. They're going to yeah. come with something. I, yeah, they are. they are. We share an EP. Our EP does not play. They're coming with something. Mm, so okay. wait on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thank you so much for doing this. Yes. Thank you guys. This is so fun. Like, I like this duo. You guys, I love you individually, but like, I like you guys together. This is fun. Okay. You should come back on, like, when the show comes back on, you'll come back on with us. Definitely. Yes, I will. Oh, no. And then we're thinking about doing a tour. We're thinking about doing a tour together. And then with our DC stop, we want you and Chris to come on. Let us know. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, you might need to. And what were you gonna ask me it. as I clap okay, up along? Yeah. Go ahead. Where are you oh, asking? No. Me? Are you are you in LA? Where are you based? New York. City. Oh, you're in New York. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, tour, we're there. Oh. Sign us up. Yeah. You guys have to come I, to the I would go to LA, you know, I'm in LA all the time. So maybe Okay. Well, I I was gonna say, well, I'm in LA often enough that you know we'll meet if up I'm there, up. we can do a thing there too. Yeah. Okay, we're going to Craig's. It. We're having lunch. We're planning tours. Yes! See you all just, there. Just give, me, just give me a nice martini, and that's all I need. We're doing it. That's all you need. Really, when, when the show comes back on, come on and talk to us, because then we can talk about what's going on. Yes, there will be plenty. We love you, Candice. We love you. So we're, we're going to stand you. for you. Amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay, I gotta go shoot up my, my stomach. Hugs to Time Chris. Bye. Love you, Mom. Yes. Love you, dog. Bye, guys. See ya.